Welcome back, friends, to the Good Idea Podcast. Woo! Woo-hoo! With your hosts, Rob Goodman, Constable Cass. Yeah, Constable Cass. And Mike Brown. Hello. 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 Good evening, good fellow. Good gentlemen. Evening. The Good Idea Podcast brings you the best advice, the best new inventions, all around just the best good ideas. Best of the best. From the worst people. From the worst people. Good advice from bad people. Good advice from bad people. That's going on a shirt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This t-shirt company that we have going here. Uh, the Nuclear Heat Network t-shirt company? Yeah. You can find us on the Nuclear Heat Network. You can find us at goodideapod at gmail.com. You can write send in. Send your queries. Send send us your inventions. Ask us for advice. You can find us on uh, the major social media platforms. All, all of them. All of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Uh, TikTok included. Mm. We're on there now. All TikTok the questions, and you don't stop. All the questions should be directed towards what, Mary? Mary. Yeah. Oh, I forgot we can share our email. Our first ever email is a oh, good, good. idea, let's, pod. let's start right there. Let me pull her up. Uh, no, this was from Caroline. To Kate. Oh, Kate. 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 Uh, Mary Kate. I was saying yeah. Olsen, see ah, Go ahead. You always are. Yeah. Hi, Kate. I'm so glad you're back to podcasting. I'm a big fan of Kate the Wasp, but your thoughts on motherhood adds a layer of nuance to a discussion that I had assumed all had been said. One thing I'd add, as a Canadian mother of three young children, is that our social policies are more progressive and thus the work outside the home slash stay-at-home mom decision isn't as harsh. I was able to take maternity leave for the first year after the birth of my children. It's certainly easier slash more affordable to leave a 12-month-old with a caregiver than, say, a six-week-old, as I know many American mothers face. Don't get me wrong, though. Mothers here are still expected to pretend like their children don't exist while at work, and yet somehow pretend work doesn't exist while at home. We have a long way to go. My kids are now nine, six, and almost three, and listening to you describe the boredom and loneliness of parenting a baby brought me right back to those early days. As a fellow type A, achievement-oriented person, I can relate so much to what you said about how hard it can be when that doesn't translate well to spending days at the whim of a baby. All that to say, you're great, you're doing a wonderful job as a mom, and your humor has gotten me through a lot. Thank you, Caroline. Now, I know Caroline wrote Dear Kate, Mm -hmm. but that was obviously... Like an iPhone autocorrect? Yeah. Because she clearly meant to say, Dear Mike. Dear Mike. <laughs> because Mike's opinions on both Canada and motherhood, mm-hmm. and uh, stay-at-home mothering, in mm-hmm. fact, most importantly, yeah. are all just valid opinions that deserve more airtime. If only. <laughs> um, <clears throat> my, uh, my biggest stance towards Canada is when my statue is eventually erected. Mm-hmm. Uh, for my back to be facing Canada. Ooh. 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 <laughs> Canada, what did you do? So I know that I do not acknowledge them as a threat whatsoever. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Bury me Canada. face down in Canada. <laughs> so, so they can all kiss my All right. All right. Well, I'm glad to hear that, Mike. I'm yeah. glad that you have opinions on Canada. On yeah. my statue. I'd like it to be facing Canada and, like, my mouth open and my tongue out so that they can all French kiss me. Oh, yeah. that's good. Yeah. That's good. 
I have no opinions on Canada, and I plan to so be no cremated. Statue? So, <laughs> well, we're not. Our bodies aren't going to be in the statue. Uh, no, speak <laughs> for yourself. How do statues yeah. actually work? Yeah, no, I'm I've gonna, only ever seen the movie Bucket, Bucket of Blood. Of Blood. <laughs> yes, in Bucket of Blood, he makes the statues by covering people in clay. Yes, and that's not how statues are made, IRL. Yeah. No, no, yeah. no. I'm going to be inside mine like Iron Man. Yeah, yeah. R.I.P. <laughs> Spoiler alert! Great. Spoiler alert! <laughs> Oh, that movie uh, was just released. Yes. Uh, Constable Cass, uh-huh. do you have an invention of the week? A good idea? An invention well, that we can share with the loyal fans? Guys, have you ever experienced the embarrassment of farting in a crowded elevator? Perhaps you let out a silent but deadly during a driver's test. Embarrassment? Did you yeah, ever let one word. rip during an intimate moment which ruined your relationship? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> well... We got the solution for you. Fart-absorbing implants. A tiny device is implanted in the intestine to absorb farts before they can escape the body, eliminating all unwanted and embarrassing gas in a healthy way. The procedure is quick and practically painless. The serious medical device will last five to ten years, depending on the amount of gas produced by the person. Don't get caught in yet another fart-related embarrassing situation. Get a fart-absorbing implant today. And, coming soon, the burp-absorbing implant. You'll never ruin another podcast recording ever again. Constable. Oh, yes, I will. <laughs> Constable Challenge <Cass>. accepted. <laughs> Constable Cass, uh-huh. this doesn't sound scientifically sound. This sounds like absolute nonsense. Well... Sci-fi, even. I'm here to bring ideas. The scientists are there to science it out. Oh. So you're not going to science this stuff out. Well, I've scienced it out in that it's an implant put in the intestines. I looked up where farts come from. Apparently it's the intestines. I thought it was the butt. That's where they escape. That's the exit. Yeah. Where they're produced is apparently in the intestines. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or at least if it's So you're 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 the Mark Zuckerberg here. Yeah. You're the Steve Jobs yes. of fart absorbing oh, yeah. implants. And scientists the Bill out Gates. there you come you produce a prototype, we'll get some guinea pigs, probably our listeners, and we'll implant Or the it. interns. Or the interns. They're gassy. Yeah. And we can figure this out. And I think we can make that wasn't loud. <laughs> <laughs> We <laughs> can make bank. What? Millions of dollars Millions on this idea. Millions of dollars. That is a great Perhaps idea. Perhaps billions, because I think everybody's going to want it. Yeah, people don't like farts for no. whatever reason. And then people that do like farts don't have to get it. Oh, I had not thought of yeah. that. I assumed that everyone would be implanted with oh, this no. at birth. Oh, no. Do people enjoy farts? Some people do, mm. apparently. I mean, for other than comedic effect. Yeah, like some they... people like to smell them. Really? Yeah. Is it a, is it some kind of weird fetish? It is. It's because a fart I don't fetish. understand oh, fetishes. Fart fetishes. It's a fart there. fetish. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I oh. I asked that as a joke. No. There's people that want to smell farts. Oh yeah. For sexual oh. reasons. Yes. Yeah. There's videos where like you see a girl like go up to a butt and just pull the cheeks apart and you see like little. And oh yeah. Another invention to go along with that uh-huh. for people that do like farts. Scratch and sniff porn. You get the DVD. You get no, the little ma'am, cord. you stop right now. That is disgusting. <laughs> wait, wait, the implant uh-huh. is it? Is it a permanent fixture or is it? She said five to ten years yeah, for some reason. Right. She hasn't scienced it out yet, but well, she said five to ten years. The well, absorption, like it, it, it runs out. How does this 
even work. It just absorbs the farts. Well, if you think of it, think of it like carbon emissions. Okay. Like there is solid product there. It's just yeah. so tiny. Yeah. Uh-huh. So if you if you collect if you screen the fart as it comes through, yeah. okay. you're collecting all the particles that produce the smell. You guys are fucking idiots. <laughs> That's how it happens. Pardon my language. If you it turns out that you miss farting, you can have it removed. Oh. But it's like an IUD? Yes. <laughs> but you could also sell that replaceable module that collects all the fart particles. To people that like farts. To oh, the to the fetishists? Yeah, yeah, you sell it just like you use panties. Mm-hmm. This is, this is horrible. Have you it's ever sold? Horrifying. Have you ever sold underwear online? No. You're one of few. Yeah. Have you ever bought underwear online? No. Actually, yes, but not used. <laughs> not used. Only that, on- good for you. Fishhandsalty.com is where. bathing suits. They're bathing suits. Everyone knows their bathing suits. All yeah. right. No, what you do is you take a pair of underwear, you put a piece of shrimp in there. Mm-hmm. And you just leave it out, like, out in the balcony in the sun for about a day or two. Okay. So far, so good. All right. Then you shake the shrimp out. Yes. Okay. And you just drop it in the envelope and mail it out. Okay. Yeah. Uh, thank you for uh, initiating and this conversation. We're talking one, about podcast. You don't have to do one pair of underwear at a time. You can do many. The balcony is big. Oh, yeah. They sell shrimps in, like, 24 packs. Yeah. All right. Thank you, Constable Cass. This is I a think wonderful this is a million dollar idea. idea. I think millions of dollars. Parts are embarrassing. We've yeah. already had a story where somebody was embarrassed. During the driver's test, and it, they could have. If they had saved the fart the absorbing implant, yeah. they could have saved their embarrassment and, and sold their farts to fetishists. Yeah. So yes, you're right. This is, makes money coming and going. And I've 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 had to move patients who are on oxygen, but you know it's a low enough supply where they can go a few, like a minute or two while you're moving them. Uh huh. And uh, so you you unhook the oxygen from the supply and you put it on their lap. That way you can see where it is. They're not going to get choked or have it. Like, their nose ripped off. Okay. And uh, the first thing I tell them is, all right, don't fart. Because? Because it's right there in their lap. The, mm. the fart's going to go right up there. and uh, Right up the oxygen tube. Right up the tube and into their nose. Oh, yeah. God. Eat that whole fart. That, oh, yeah. That's yeah. concentrated. Yeah. I don't know why you tell them. <laughs> that's just funny. <laughs> all right. Well, we have learned something. I don't know what the hell we learned. Million we learned dollar something. idea. Uh, we're going to the advice segment because you are not on board with this, but I think listeners will be, and I think listeners will put up a listeners, poll. Listeners, science we'll it out. You know what? Two out of three people vote yes in this yes. episode of Shark Tank. Oh, sure, yeah, Shark Tank. <laughs> Why are so many of our good ideas fart related? I don't understand. People have. There is so much what? farting on this podcast. This is There's the most so disgusting much... smelling podcast. There's so There's much farting IRL. Farts. I guess there is so much farting IRL. Constable Cass, why don't you read your advice question? I'm going first. Please not farts. Please not farts. Please not farts. Well, Please not farts. <clears throat> this one was a dear prudence. Okay. A few months ago, the woman my husband was having an affair with died suddenly from an accident. I found out about so the what's affair. What's the problem? Only okay. two days after her funeral. I thought she was simply a co-worker, and I was wondering why my husband was so disturbed and emotional. He quit his job, saying it was too traumatic to go to work. She was in the early weeks of pregnancy when she died, and my husband doesn't know whether he or the husband was the father. So on top of everything, he's also grieving for a baby, which may or may not have been his. I find it extremely difficult to be emotionally supportive when he wakes up at 3 a.m. crying and trembling, yet I don't have the heart to yell at him like I want to. 
He says, she said, so there's no reason for me to feel jealous or threatened, and asks for my understanding as he grieves. We've barely talked these last couple of weeks because I don't know how to respond to my husband when he cries and says he misses her and wishes she were here. Then also how much he loves me and that he never intended to leave me. I asked him to visit a marriage therapist together, and he said he's not ready to work on our marriage, and he thinks he needs to see a grief counselor instead. Do I need to give him time to mourn the loss of his mistress, or should I demand he focus on our marriage? I'll say, uh-huh. I have an answer for both of those questions. Uh-huh. No, you do not have to give him time, and no, you do not have to demand that he go to a therapist. Get a fucking divorce! divorce. <laughs> there's, there's no question here. Your husband is crying about his dead mistress and asking you to understand. Well, she doesn't have to be jealous anymore. But that's true. Yes. She's dead. He'll so. probably never do it again. Yeah. Because she's dead. No. No. Get a divorce. Are Get a divorce. Sure? Pretty sure. Pretty sure. Get a divorce. Don't bother with therapy. You're going to go to therapy for a year. Your husband is still going to be garbage in a year. You have just wasted a year of therapy money. Get a divorce now. Run. I think what, Run away. what she should do to really teach him a lesson, hire somebody that looks very similar to the lady, put her in a fake pregnancy suit, make her look so like far, a so ghost, good. have her haunt the husband. <laughs> And, like, attack him like a poltergeist. Oh. Yeah. Moving the kitchen furniture and throwing shit around. Yeah. Right. Slash him with knives. Turning him into a guns. clown toy. Yes, it's all very good. Um, shoot him with guns. I don't think that's how poltergeists shoot work. Shoot at him. Shoot at him. I don't think that's how poltergeists work. Poltergeists can work. move anything they want, so mm. they can pick up that knife. They can pick up that gun. They can pick up that gun. That's true. They can threaten your husband into not having yeah. affairs anymore. They'll teach him a lesson if you really want to keep him that bad. Do you really want to keep him? She apparently does because she I, has She has problems. Him. I think she has problems. Mm-hmm. Mm, maybe she loves him. Mike, what do you think she I should mean, do? The man is obviously in pain. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> well, yeah, he did, he did something fucked up. Mm-hmm. But just because he cheated with that particular person doesn't mean he's going to cheat again. Okay. He could have just actually, like, fallen for someone else outside of the marriage. Okay. Mm-hmm. Polyamory. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Unbeknownst to his wife. They were in a polyamorous <laughs> relationship. <Yeah>. Surprise! <laughs> um, but, yeah, he's in pain. He loved him. If you want to leave him, you want to leave him. But, you yeah, know, don't try to hurt him. Um, if you want to work things <laughs> no. out. No. <laughs> yeah. Why hurt somebody? Why kick somebody who's already down? Yeah. But, uh... If you want to leave him, you want to leave him. If you want to do therapy, if you want to work it out, yeah, therapy is the way to go, and it's going to need a lot. He doesn't want to do the therapy, though. He wants to go to a grief counselor. <laughs> this, is, this can't be a real story, it get was, it? It was on Dear Prudence. Oh, Prudence. I think Prudence just wrote this down. She was like, <laughs> what's the craziest shit I could think of? Do you of? think it happened just to Prudence? Just Frankenstein a couple ideas together. <laughs> do you think it was Prudence's husband? Wow. Uh, I hope not. I wonder what her advice Prudence. was. Yeah, it probably is. Yeah. All right, should we go to another question? Well, did we nuke that one? I I don't know. Mike says go. Mike says go to counseling and forgive your husband. I say run away. No, I I don't say forgive. I'm just saying don't get even. And just forget. (laughs) And Constable Cass says make a pretend poltergeist. Yeah, haunt him until he learns his lesson. And if he never learns, the poltergeist kills him. There's no blood on your hands. He thinks it's a ghost. All right. I'm a widow with two daughters, Laurie and Diane. I'm in the process of writing my will, 
and have allocated 35% of my estate to each of my daughters and 15% to each of Diane's children, both under the age of five, to be put into college savings accounts. Lori is furious that I haven't given an equal share to Spot, her golden retriever puppy, compared with what she calls his human cousins. She treats Spot like a child and refers to him as such. She has accused me of unfairness and bias and likened my actions to homophobia. She has called being a pet parent an orientation. I think her obsession with Spot is unhealthy and borders on ridiculous. I love Spot and make sure I have his favorite toys and treats when they visit, but I really do not feel like I owe him any more than this, and I resent my grandchildren being compared to a dog. Lori hasn't spoken to me in a month and says she won't until I amend my will. Please help. Well, I think this lady is being ridiculous. If she loves the dog and has treats and toys for it, probably calls it her grand dog, let's be honest. She's clearly white. She calls it her grand dog. Leave uh-huh. it some money. Seriously? Yeah. That's what you're going with? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. You know, there's a difference between calling somebody your fur baby and it actually being your child. Look. Right. In my mind, children and pets are equal. <laughs> okay. Fair so, enough. In your mind... And nowhere in reality. In reality, children and pets are equal. You own them, you feed them, you take care of them, they're helpless, they're equal. Yeah. Okay. And you feel that also that when your relatives make a will that you don't like, you have Mm -hmm. the right to complain about it? Yes. You do? Yeah. Okay. It's her mom. It's her mom. She's had to put up with her. An old, clearly rich, white lady. Okay. She already mentioned that she was gay, so she had to put up with this lady's homophobia her whole life. No, she did not mention that she was gay. She just has no children. No, didn't didn't you say something about homophobic rants? Uh, She said it was akin to homophobia. The daughter is saying that not respecting her dog as her grandchild is it the same thing as homophobia? <laughs> uh, I she assumed. is not gay. Okay. She well, just has no kids. Well, then, let's be honest. They're out there. This lady's probably racist, probably homophobic. <laughs> she's rich. She's white. Mike, do you have anything to add to Cassandra's insane ramblings? It's not uh, insane. It's absolutely insane. It's being realistic. Yeah, first of all, animals deserve nothing in your will. You're crazy. And second of all, you have no right to tell your relatives what they should be giving to you in their wills. Even your parents who you've had to put up with your whole life. Even if your parents are like, I'm not giving anybody anything, I'm giving it all to charity, you don't have the right to complain. Well, I mean, charity, that's different. Give it to charity. It's not your decision. Somebody else writes their will, that's their will. But who else is she going to give it to? Her grandkids? No. She said 35, 35, and what was it? 15 and 15. It's 100. Well, why can't she give 15% to... You th- you really think that she should take the 30% that she's giving to her two granddaughters and do 10, 10, 10 to her two granddaughters and her grand dog? Yes. That dog needs vet visits, food. What if an emergency comes up? With this all sounds to me like uh, Lori, the daughter is jealous that her sister is, quote-unquote, getting more money, even though this is college funding for her daughters. She just feels that this is an uneven distribution, and she has no way to voice it without sounding like like a fucking idiot and saying, give money to my dog. I feel like what the mom really should have done was a 50-50 split, because 
then the one woman, if she so chooses, can pay for the kid's college with the money. Right, but it's the dying mother's right and decision to decide who gets their shit. Yeah, but... She should amend her will right now and take everything that she was giving to Laurie... And give it to somebody else. She's, give that to charity. She's clearly favoring one kid over the other. <laughs> just because the one has children. She clearly resents the other one for not giving her grandkids. Let's be fucking honest. Mike, you have anything to add here? One, never tell people what's going on with your will. Yeah, that is a good idea. True. Don't tell. And finally, good dead. advice between you <laughs> as between dead. you and your lawyer. Yes, that um, is until, good idea. Until you die. There you go. Because um, it's just a recipe for trouble, jealousy, all sorts of shit that's going to get stirred yes. up. And don't don't give anyone anything. Burn yeah. the money when you go. Take it with you. Take it with you. There you go. Yeah. But um, but I will say when my uh, after my aunt and uncle adopted uh, their fur baby. Mm-hmm. Um. I think I think our grandmother did like give it an equal share. Did they, okay. they move their regular kids out to a doghouse and move the dog into their rooms? That's what I would have done. Oh no, no, that was the kid. It was um, a fur baby. Yeah, she was like really hairy, so we called it a fur baby. <laughs> um, yeah, it was their only kid they uh, adopted. Mike, do you have do you have a question, <laughs> an advice question for us oh, yeah. to share? Wait, yeah. did we nuke that or what? Yeah. What was no. your advice? What, My advice was the, the, the daughter deserves less. <laughs> Take away See, from the daughter. See, that's very spiteful. That's very spiteful. The daughter ask, asking her mother to change the, her will is spiteful. <laughs> Not talking to your mother for a month because you're jealous of your sister is spiteful. Well, we don't know all the particulars. Maybe she's been doing this to her her whole life. But maybe her daughter has been acting insane her whole life. No, maybe the mother has been favoring the other daughter for both the children. You know that happens. It does. You know that's true. It does. Yeah, but you know what? Nobody wants. I don't think it's the case. What if the mom had been promising their whole lives? Oh, don't worry, fifty-fifty split. Don't worry, fifty-fifty split. And then well, that's not in that's not in the letter. Yeah, but the mother is the one writing it. Yeah, maybe a verbal contract doesn't hold up in that state. Maybe. Because that's what it is. It's it's contracts. It's business. Yeah. <laughs> Mike, do you I have a question? I say we tax the mother and take all of all our right. estate. <clears throat> all right. All right. This one is another uh, family-related one. Ooh, okay. This is a family episode. Yeah. Um, Family-friendly. Family affair. <laughs> is the length of a line of coke based on age? Am I an asshole for cutting a much shorter line for my 14-year-old niece when I'm 28? I would say... Hmm, this is interesting. It depends... This is insane, actually. <laughs> ...on how long you've both been doing coke. Because, yeah, you've got the age, but do you have the time on her? Like, what if you both started doing it at the same time? And maybe it also depends on body size. Are you both mm. the same size? Uh, I think or are it, you much bigger? I think it really depends on, you know, how much everybody's kicked in. That's true, An eight too. ball is like 200 bucks. If you both paid 100 bucks in, then equal size lines. If your niece is just hanging around and uh, my cool uncle should cut me a couple lines off of his eight ball, you can sh- shorter however you want. I think, yeah, there's a lot of factors that go into this that we could really come up with the the correct mathematical equation for Coke share if we really thought about it. I I think you're right. I think, okay, after money, Mm -hmm. then body weight. Usage. uh, uh, Length of usage. And uh, what other factor did we come up with? 
uh, size, yeah, length of usage. I think that was it. Okay. And who kicked in the most and money. And who kicked in the most money. Yeah, that's pretty, yeah. Yeah. I think if you number all those out. So I, I think it goes money, length of usage, and then body size. Yeah. Okay, I think we... Because, like, if the niece, let's say, is 80 pounds, mm-hmm. but she's... I'm not sure. Is that how Coke works? Well, I don't know. Well, say she's 80 pounds, uh-huh. but she's bought the whole thing, so she would get to, you know, make the she decision. She would get to cut it up, But yeah. she's only yeah. been using for a week. You wouldn't want her to take the majority share. That's true. You know, yeah, it's kind you of gotta think about case. that. Yeah, yeah it's Matt. very case by case. All right, so, so you're better off just basing it by age. No, I, I, no, I don't think age ever comes no, into it. No, I don't think so. Like duration of usage. Yeah, it's duration of usage. Like your coke age. Yeah, your coke age is more important than your physical age. Yeah. Your biological age. Yeah. Less, less, less yeah. relevant. Because like you could be 28 and have only been using for a week, or you've been using for 15 years. Yeah, and so. you're 15. Because I think that's what he said the niece was. 15, uh, she's been using it for... Oh, she's 14, she's been using it for 15 I years. I assume at 14 you've been using for at least three years. You have led a fucked up life, <laughs> Constable Cass. Which but, is which is how we are equipped to handle these all this advice. questions. Yeah. Uh, I think this one... <clears throat> I think you went into this thinking this was a ridiculous question. Well, I think it's very serious. And then I changed is, my tone and I answered it seriously. It's a very life and death Question. If you think about it, we could kill or help this person I think survive did, and have a good high. I think we did nuke this one. We did. Let's let's have this the sound is, effect because this one is nuked. This one is nuked. nuked. The definitive only nuked question this episode. <laughs> All right, I think we've done another great job. We have brought some great advice. So let's go to the speed round. Speed you round. ready? Speed round. Speed round. Who's going first in the speed round? I'll go first. I'm okay. going to go first on everything else. So, if a baby is born at 1:59 a.m. before the clocks go back, and its twin is born two minutes later at 1:01 a.m., which child is born first? Mm. Stumped you, huh? Time is a construct. Time isn't real. We say it every episode. Yeah, but I don't think it matters in this case. They're saying the first one is born, and then time. Changes. Time changes. So they're born at 159? One, then, 159 and then 101. Honestly. 201. First one was born first. Yeah, that's our first one was born. <laughs> yeah, I don't think any of that matters. <laughs> Why do soap smell so good but taste so bad? Well, Because you're a foul-mouthed little boy. It's all the poison. Because it's soap. <laughs> what a stupid question. I'm at someone else's house and I clog their toilet and I can't find the plunger. What do I do? Jump out the window. Yeah. If we're all on the same yeah. page on that Just one. Just scoop the contents out the window. Continue the date. <laughs> I was permanently banned from a certain supermarket in 1983. <laughs> it wasn't for stealing, only childish mischief. I haven't been back in 35 years. What would happen if I were to walk in there today and start shopping like nothing happened? Uh, I don't know. No. Hopefully they'd bust you. Do you think they still have the picture, like, all <laughs> faded on the wall? Just wear a fake mustache. There you go. Yeah, this... wear a disguise. <laughs> don't. Is Rainbow Trout a good name for a baby girl? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I actually like it. Yeah, any really any, any you want. Whatever you want. Yeah, it's really pretty. I'm hungry. What should I do about it? Go to sleep. That's what I usually do. <laughs> cry. Sleep it off. So cry yourself to sleep, I think. Is the yeah. There we have it. There it is. 
Could you conquer the entire Roman Empire with only a single machine gun with unlimited ammo? Yes. You think so? There's waves of the Empire coming at you. Unlimited ammo machine gun? Yeah, but they're all coming at you at once. They also need time to cool down. Mm. Yeah. Unlimited ammo doesn't mean you you don't have to reload. Yeah. Interesting. But don't you think they'd be terrified after the first round? You kill a hundred guys instantly. People that have never seen that and basically have spears. Yeah, but they also do have armor. I don't know what it's made out of. Cloth. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Burlap sack armor. <laughs> but there's so many... That I think eventually you could get overtaken. All right. You two say no, and I say yes. So we'll just have to figure it out, right? Yep. Time machine it. We'll time machine it. Why are there school? Is a point to it? No. <laughs> no. Don't go, I say. Why bother? <laughs> you heard it here first, kids. Don't go to school. It is very hot outside, and I want to go swimming, but I don't have a pool. What alternatives are at my disposal? Pool hopping, clearly. If you haven't gone pool hopping, it's a must. Okay, that's a good one. Tell me about pool hopping. Pool hopping is when you get together with your friends, and late at night, you all hop from pool to pool in people's backyards. jump your neighbor's fence and go in their pool. swim for like five minutes or until you see their lights go on, and then laugh and giggle, jump out of the pool, (laughs) run to the next one. You're also incredibly high while you do this. Nuked. Nuked. (laughs) Nuked. And that is the speed round. We hope you've enjoyed another wonderful episode of the Good Idea Podcast. But if you didn't enjoy it, you got it for free, so go fuck yourself. Yeah, it's been free. All right. Until next time, drink beer, watch wrestling. (laughs) Good Idea Podcast. No way, Jose.